Welcome back to the Not Your Average podcast, empowering you from the inside out. So I hope your January is going well and that you're looking forward to what is to come over the next couple of months, year, years to come. And as we have seen and as we continue to see, um, this last year has had a massive impact on what we deem to be important, what deserves our time, what deserves our attention, what deserves our energy. And I wanted to touch on a topic that I think specifically uh, affects women and also the people that they relate to. And this is also, if you're a guy listening, something that you can um, eavesdrop into and learn how to come alongside the women in your life. Um, But in terms of guarding our time and energy and things like that, I wanted to talk about eliminating the nice girl syndrome and I think that women in particular are conditioned in society and through media to be liked to have their value determined by how personable they are especially the more um, successful they get or um, the more that they should be seen to be hitting these invincibly expected milestones um, and to be judged by who does and does not support them like them not like them all these things and so particularly with the advent of social media which I think is a phenomenal creation and has allowed us to connect and 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 grow in so many ways but as with everything it's how you use it It, social media itself is actually quite neutral but it's how people use it and we are aware that there are some people who use it to not so positive um, extremes and reasons. But I think when it comes to women, there's all this messaging that's put through that now is directly in our hand. And it's something that has reinforced, no matter how modern we think we are, this sort of expectation, this nice girl syndrome, which actually in a very uh, well-known book about nice girls don't get the corner office and so this episode is not just about career or um, any particular area of your life it's about everything and the reality is that we live in a harsh world we live in a world that is unfathomably sometimes cruel but I also believe we live in an amazing world where as we've seen throughout the last year, depending on what you chose to focus on, we've seen people come together and show an immense amount of kindness and consideration um, to one another. So that's not to take away from the other things that happen, but I think it's important to be aware that whilst we are focusing on what um, we can do and what is going well, the reality is that the world does have a side to it that is that can be ruthless at times in the world that does not and also includes people who are also broken and unhealed and they have to go on their own journey and there's no judgment there at all and so that means that you have to adapt your communication style your perspective um, to learn quickly so that you don't keep going around the same mountain as it were um, and not really getting anywhere And so I think that the whole nice girl syndrome thing is something that is overplayed and actually is not the best indicator and is actually a false indicator of femininity and doesn't 
really acknowledge the multifaceted nature of women, first of all, and the way that we are all unique. But more importantly, um, it's not authentic. So this is not about becoming an extreme and, you know, taking on either the behaviors that are typically attributed to men or going to the other extreme and really becoming somebody who's uh, brash, abrasive, inhumane in the way that you treat people in an effort to look tough. Um, no, this is about finding an equal equilibrium and an authenticity, but also um, an assertiveness and a surety about how you move through the world and how you understand how it operates, but also how you can operate within it from a place of just having real values and real character. And that brings me on to my first point, which is kindness is more important than being nice. And to keep it completely 100% real, the people that I've noticed that, or I've come across that have been quote unquote nice, and I say this with air quotes, are people who've done it for strategic purposes or people who have done it because they want to maintain an image, create an image. They want to gain favor with a particular person or group, or you know, they want to um, build up some social capital so that they can ask for favors later on. It's not genuine, basically. And it's one where there's a Jekyll and Hyde aspect to it. So not only is a nice girl syndrome, you know, about letting go of people pleasing tendencies, which I talk about in my one of my previous episodes so I do encourage you to go and check that out it's also um, about being authentic and displaying kindness that is intentional and that is based on your values and character and not an image that you either want to create or uphold or a response to other people's behavior so where you feel you kind of need to you know um, as we say kill them with kindness well sometimes you know that's trying to um, affect somebody else's behavior in a way that takes away from you, in a way that drains you. Kindness is uh, an act or a word or a smile or something that you do that doesn't deplete from you, that doesn't, um, you know, create a facade because it's authentic and it's a reflection of the world and the interactions that you would want to see rather than doing the things that you think other people want to hear or want to say. Now that's not to say that you don't adapt your communication style depending on where you're at. So the same way that you would be maybe more open with your um, loved ones and the people that you choose to have in your uh, inner circle is not going to be the same way you interact with acquaintances, associates, people in your wider network. Like, So it's not about... Um, you know, letting go of the awareness that is required when it comes to communication and being intentional about that. It's about knowing when to be kind in a way that is authentic and in a way where you don't expect anything back and in a way where it's out of a genuine desire to add value to that situation. And the key to actually having authentic kindness is to, you know, develop a robust idea of who you are and not externalizing your value based on perceptions 
of others based on faulty perceptions on your, of yourself based on what you think other people will think of you um, particularly as a female we're really uh, pushed to see our value based in how we nurture and how we do for others um, but the best thing that you can do is also start by being kind to yourself start by speaking to yourself kindly start by um, building yourself up start by being an individual who um, is able to garner that self-praise and that robustness of who you are so that you're not looking to it from other people and so you can be kind from a place of authenticity because you're not looking for any kind of validation it's just who you are and regardless of whether it's seen as authentic or not at the end of the day because you know the place that you've done it from you actually won't care whether it's you know how it's viewed how your kindness is viewed because we do live in also a very cynical world and so you will have that ability to know I'm doing this out of my own values and I'm not externalizing if you you know you can think what you want but kindness is more important but the key thing is for it to be authentic and intentional and something that adds value but something that doesn't also deplete from you because what I've seen is a lot of burnout emotionally mentally and physically uh, for women who overdo and overperform in a way that in different areas of their life and the key thing is sometimes that's maybe out of trauma that may be out of uh, a sense of obligation they feel that may be out of a subconscious um, idea of who they think others want them to be but actually if you go back to being kind to yourself you're not going to be overperforming or overfunctioning in order to get other people's approval because at the end of the day it's very fickle and one day it's there the next day it can go away so start by being your own cheerleader and your own um, kindness brigade and when you do that for others it will be authentic and that way you won't feel the pressure to do it all the time you understand where your kindness is valued and you'll understand where it's most fruitful and where it's most impactful. Um, so this isn't about turning into, you know, a harsh individual. This is about just being perceptive about the situations that you find yourself in and that sometimes kindness is the best response and that sometimes boundaries are the best response and that brings me on to my next point which is that boundaries are your friend and I talk about this somewhat in some of my other um, episodes and I think that you can tell a lot by about an individual um, by sharing an, an opposing opinion telling them no refusing to talk about something that doesn't honor your value by basically setting an a boundary you don't have to go into explanation just say you know I don't feel comfortable talking about that or walking away sometimes from a, a situation that's not positive you can tell a lot by how um, that person perceives how they treat other people based on their reaction to boundaries and eliminating the 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 nice girl syndrome is where you know a lack of boundaries or ones where they're malleable easily malleable indicates a lack of self-trust and an over concern about what others think about you and as someone who has been said myself um 
previously oh you know you're too nice so you won't be able to progress here and it I was being told that by someone who was older someone who was in that particular situation um for uh, a longer time than I was and so they observed that but at first I was really really annoyed because I was like what's wrong with being nice what's wrong with being nice but when you uncover the reason why it was done um for me personally it was coming from a fantastic place of um wanting to add value but I didn't as I said in my first point I didn't I wasn't intentional about where I was showing that so I was showing that kindness in a place where that wasn't valued I knew it wasn't valued um and that other person knew it wasn't valued and they were willing to tell me and so I think it's important to understand that when you have boundaries you have to have boundaries as I said with your kindness as well and be intentional and be boundaried with other people and yourself as well so developing that self-trust is really important you know and whilst we all consider what other people think of us you know nobody can say that they don't think about that I don't think that an external opinion should ever be the number one factor or influence in your decision making because opinions are extremely fickle because circumstances change as 2020 has showed us so quickly and so you want to make sure that you are your biggest influence and that means having robust boundary and the reality is also that people will also do what's best for them they will also safeguard their interests so if you're out here just trying to get everybody to like you trying to get everybody to agree with you trying to get everybody to be nice to you uh if they haven't been if you find yourself in that situation people are going to look after their own interests and so you have to have the boundaries that say this is the line you're not going to cross it I'm not going to allow you to cross it so that's also a boundary with yourself because that helps you safeguard your own peace of mind your time and your energy and so a lot of people feel guilty as I've um, talked to a few people about setting boundaries because it's a new thing it may be a new thing that you are consciously aware of you may be able to do it easily in some parts of your life and maybe not so easily in other parts of your life so it's important that you take small steps as with everything um you know tell people no without having to do an explanation tell people no without having to offer an alternative you always do that you know don't overextend yourself um not only with others but even with yourself you know have boundaries with your own to-do list check in with yourself and go am i honoring myself um in this particular decision or am i um pushing myself in a way that's not healthy and that actually won't end up being a positive impact for me as well because how you treat yourself will signal to others how they should treat you and so getting rid of this nice girl syndrome means developing self trust um having that ability to set boundaries with yourself and others and knowing that the best relationships the best workspaces the best um friendships the best um hobbies the best general relational environments come when you have boundaries in place because they create safety 
the more that you can communicate a boundary about a specific thing and that's respected that creates safety and trust within that interaction you also know that that person is healthy enough to accept other people's no healthy people love other people's no because that brings clarity brown boundaries bring clarity and so you also have to be okay with other people not being um happy with your boundaries you have to tell yourself that i'm good i'm okay if somebody's not happy you will get pushback it is what it is but don't acquiesce and don't go back because you want to keep the peace because there's no peace to be had when it's so fragile that it's only dependent on what one party wants but it has zero consideration on what another party wants so i think it's important to be mindful of that and that brings me on to my third point which is about be okay with letting go you know go away you're celebrated and not tolerated because being a nice girl will have you staying in expired seasons relationships workspaces where you're not appreciated or where you can't expand or where your value is not recognized and this is where you have to take 100% responsibility for your life instead of putting yourself in the victim mode or being driven into the victim mode even if there are situations and people that may wish to victimize you i think it's important to take that responsibility you know take the ball by the horns and say actually i'm going to be where i'm celebrated and not tolerated um and be active and be proactive about being the creator of those spaces within your life whether prof- professionally or personally so in- instead of expecting others to treat you as you treat them which in my experience and also in other people's experience is a recipe for relational disaster because not everyone has the same value system not everyone has the same morals not everyone has the same mindset or um approach to purpose and growth not everyone has respect for others to be quite frank so you have to understand um and observe the situation and then determine whether this is a situation that is adding value to you or depreciating your value in terms of your well-being and then ask yourself you know why you would stay in a situation that isn't the best so i always say that you'll stay stuck if you're more worried about what others think and the way that you can turn around and be okay with letting go of things because most things in life are temporary um and i think that's one of the best things you can remind yourself of if you're experiencing something that is probably less than the best of what you'd have is to know that everything is temporary. And one thing that you can do is have a hunger to be around people who champion, you know, other people's growth. You know, you have to be around situations and that doesn't mean that you're physically around anyone because right now we're all trying to stay home and stay safe and protect other people. But I'm talking about what you listen to also, what you read. Um what you allow yourself to get into um if you're on the phone so i think it's important to understand that 
be, you have to be okay with letting go, especially as you grow as an individual. That is a natural part of life. Just, just like some animals shed their skin, like or lobsters, for example, they shed their outer shell. The bigger they get, they have to um, shed this really hard outer shell as their body on the inside grows because they have reached capacity. That shell does not have the capacity to hold that growth. And so whatever spaces, whatever mind frame, be okay with letting those go and be okay with pushback when you do and know that that's just a part of life. And my last point is be assertive. You know, I touched on this about um, in a previous episode about using your voice. And I think this is where the men can help too in supporting your female colleagues in meetings you know if they're getting dismissed if they're getting pushback that really isn't warranted or you know there's they're getting the dreaded mansplaining or you know constant interrupting we've all known that that's just how it is um but you as the man if you're a man listening to this or if you know a man who can uh who is in a position to be able to empower other women because i don't believe that um you know men should be left out of this conversation i believe they have just as much responsibility because we also relate to them whether personally or professionally and so they have um an opportunity to use their position in whatever situation they find themselves in to champion the women in their world to use their voice and to be assertive um and i think for particularly for women be okay with being called difficult or overly sensitive or you know with people attempting to put you down or silencing you or questioning your experience and your perspective and your ideas and your boundaries that is just how people operate but when you show that you're firm in what you believe what you stand for what you all allow then that's just going to over time teach other people as i said before how to treat you now you don't have to make a big deal out of this in fact you don't have to over explain yourself assertiveness is about being direct and saying for example if you have somebody who is you know talking to you in a manner that you don't like you can say i appreciate that you are having a difficult time I don't believe this is an appropriate way to speak to me so I will leave this conversation and we can come back to it when we're both in the right frame of mind and leave. Don't sit there to listen to an explanation to explain your boundaries to you know it's not required you know if you say no that's also more than enough. If you say no thank you if you say i appreciate that but we're going to go another way with a different idea that's also a way of being assertive it's not about being brash it's not about being harsh it's not about being overly expressive about what you need or over explaining it's just about being direct and saying this is it this is what i stand for i appreciate you have a different opinion and that's okay so healthy relationships are the ones that can withstand and grow a difference of opinion whether that's at work whether that's at home whether that's with your friends whether that's with your family acquaintances whether that's with someone within your professional network whether that's with someone just even you know you may bump into on the street hopefully not because you're keeping 6 feet apart but you know in a post or pre pandemic world 
having a difference of opinion, it's okay. Like, no one's going to, you know, not, the world isn't going to end because of that. What happens is when people can't be able to uh, respect uh, those healthy and different opinions. And so let go, you know, of being an, a martyr and not speaking up because you think it will cause, you know, some, you know, unnecessary kerfuffle, you know, shake the tables a little bit, be okay with that. Because one of the things that I've observed, particularly when it comes to my um, female counterparts is that what it leads is not only physical burnout, but it's also really detrimental to not speak up because it can cause inflammation and disease in your body based on the suppressed emotions that you have, based on the suppressed experiences that you have, based on the things that you push down in order not to address them. Um, And I think it's important to understand that this is not just a service to teach other people how to treat you. You are actually taking care of your health proactively and you're making an investment in your physical health as well as your uh, psychological health. By being assertive, you are protecting your peace and you're safeguarding your health. So be proactive rather than reactive. And that's what assertiveness is about. People who are reactive aren't assertive. They're just reactionary. And we've all been there. Um, But I think being assertive is about being proactive about how you choose to go into a situation, what you may expect from that situation, being really prepared and also knowing that regardless of whether your something happens that you don't expect, going back to my first point is that you have a robust sense of self and your own values and what you stand for and what you're about. So therefore, um, you won't really be caught too off guard. So in conclusion, I really think that life is about unlearning um, habits and mindsets and behaviors. And this is a journey that we're all on. You know, we're all students of life if we choose to be consciously. We're all students of ourselves, even though we're around ourselves all the time. It's important to get to know the nitty gritty of why we believe what we believe, why we do what we do, and then therefore can be intentional about how we move forward, particularly in a world now that is ever-changing and that one needs to be really on the ball on um, internally first and then everything else will follow suit based on how you uh, perceive things. So I say, you know, instead of being a nice girl, strive to be kind but wise. You know, don't strive to be nice. That is just not something that will leads you to finish but I believe that kind people lead first assertive people lead first and there's an infinite amount of labels about how women should be how we should look how we should speak how we should show up in the world how we should respond to people doing us wrong you know Um, and I think it's important to understand the best gift that you can give yourself is taking your power back living authentically, being genuinely kind, but being the driver of your own life and not letting life push you around. So I hope that helped you. Share with anyone who you think really needs the encouragement and 
the reminder or maybe this is a catalyst for a conversation you want to have with your friends your colleagues whatever it may be I want this to really give you food for thought and to be something that ignites that ability for you to understand that being a nice girl is not about being who others want you to be being a nice girl is not the goal being a purposeful woman is the dream so i hope that helped you thank you so much for listening and i'll see you on the next episode bye